welcome to Swapping Joysticks. It is the 13th of October 2022 and we are your hosts. I'm Ben Ostwick and I'm joined by... Me? You, Ed... <laughs> Ed Nightingale, in the same room? We are in the same room for the first time. Well, not for the first time ever. Am I allowed to drink now? You can drink, okay. yeah. I was literally unmuting and he goes... <laughs> I'm like, no, that's okay. We're going to get that at the beginning of the... I mean, I think... Mm. Mm. What? Mm. I had a seed in my mouth from probably one of the tomatoes that you cooked. But yeah, um, that was, uh, oh, I was going to save that for later. But yeah, we're, uh, we are in the same room uh, for the first time ever recording this podcast. This is There's so weird. There's a lovely Kallax behind us. We have a, look and now, because we are sat here, because the Kallax is quite thin, the fact that we're either side, you get to see the Kallax properly in the middle. That's true. Yeah, including Pikachu riding a corgi. We do need some more lights on that, though. We will yeah. sort that. We are sharing a microphone. If this work, if this doesn't really work too well, uh, we do have an alternative where Ed can just plug his in. Uh, but we are testing a couple of things out. This is a, still a bit of a uh, work in progress. Yeah, maybe this is a, just a filming trick. Maybe he's actually in another place, and I'm just kind of like superimposing him. No, no, I can. Okay. Well, careful. Oh dear, I don't want to knock you. Spill the tea. Don't. Sp well, we will be spilling well, the tea. Oh, oh no. <laughs> We're not Trixie and Katya, we're not there yet. <laughs> Get it down, podcast, but not yours. Yes. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we can put the microphone a little... Oh, sorry about the noise here. But we can put the microphone a bit nearer if we need to. Or whatever. Yeah. I can lean. Yeah, you, you just have to enunciate, Ed. As do you. <laughs> yeah. Your northern accent. That's true. But yeah, it's no lo we are no longer split the screen. No, definitely not. Because we're, there's no screen splitting here. No. And we are going to be playing um, a bit of the Star Wars game later on. The Star Wars game. And we yes. Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars: The Sky Wanking Saga, and that's going to be because we're going to be playing co-op because you could we tried to play co-op with a Steam Cloud Link thing, and. Uh, it didn't really work. So, but now we're in the same place. We can actually play it. And also, I've just had seen a message. Um, Ed's really tiny. No, no, Taunt says, Ed is not really tiny, Ben's just got a big head, and that is the correct answer. No, Ed is just far away. It's very, very far away. No, we are definitely next to each other, and also my chair is as high as it'll go. <laughs> yeah, and mine's as low as it'll go. No, it isn't, but it is quite a high chair. I'll, I'll sit up. But uh, yeah, this is the new look swapping joysticks, and... Oh, I'm, I'm also sat on a pillow. <laughs> he is sat on a pillow as well, yeah. He's got a booster seat, like, you know, you get at Pizza Hut. It lifts him up a bit. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be the new look for swapping joysticks. But yeah. we have another new look potentially starting next week, don't we? Do we? Yeah. Try and... Oh, are we definitely doing that? Well, definitely next week. Oh. Well, maybe. Well, that was it's, a... it's not been confirmed yet. Well, I'm going to confirm it now. Okay. Next week, we're doing the podcast on Sunday evening. Wow. Yeah. Um, there are quite a lot of events that happen on Tuesday and on Thursday evenings. So we're going to be doing it on, um, yeah, on Sunday evening. And back in the day when I was in a, doing a podcast called Click, Click, Play. Called what? Click, Click, Play. What's that? Uh, it, was a, it was a bit. It was a right wing game in podcast. Some shit. Yeah, and then shut down. And before that, there was one called um, Pretty Flycast, which I thought was a great name. That's a terrible name. <laughs> well, 
They were both on Sunday evenings and it was, they were really popular. Like lots of people would tune in and be like, it's the Sunday evening thing to do. To do. So we're going to test that out next week because I mean, we're busy on the Thursday. So we're going to do it on the Sunday. At the end of my normal afternoon stream, we'll do it and uh, and see how see how that goes. I did have a thought, but I didn't tell you this. Go on, give me that thought. If we do it on Sunday, um, now that the battery has arrived for your Wii U, we could use that as a start of the Wind Waker co-op stream. There we go. Which would be a nice chilled thing to do on a Sunday afternoon. That that can be our thing. I mean, me watching you play Zelda will not be chill, but that might be a nice, fun, pleasant thing to do on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Slash evening. Okay, well, that's what we're going to be doing next Sunday. Wind Waker HD on the Wii U. As long as your Wii U works. Yeah, I mean, I do have the battery. It did arrive yesterday, and I haven't plugged it in yet. Like, if it if it doesn't work and it's the whole uh, slab or whatever it is that's broken, I'll just buy a Wii U Pro Controller. I mean, in fact, you can probably, you can get like a knockoff one for about £20, so I might just do that. Don't get a knockoff. You can't buy actual official Wii U Pro Controllers. Mm. Mm. Well, and also, but I mean, if people do miss, then you know that on a Monday morning when you're really tired and you're really bleary-eyed going to work, you can be like, oh my God, Swapping joysticks was last night. Let me go and put this on on a Monday morning to, you know, cheer me up with is some that, filth. Is that going to wake you up? It'll, it'll give you a bit of filth in your ears. By the way, I do have a That's video. That's a real one on a Monday morning. I do have a video of Ed uh, saying something. In fact, sh- shall we play it now? Because you can hear it as well at the same time. No, I don't wish to hear it. What? No. No? <laughs> okay, well... I'm going to add a few clips of it to my stream deck and you can tune in uh, on Sunday and you'll be able to hear those sound clips from, uh, yeah, on there. Sure. So, um, yeah, this is Swapping Joysticks. It is an actu- it is a LGBTQIA gaming uh, podcast. Indeed. You wouldn't believe it. Um, but So let's go and talk about games that we've been playing. What have you been playing this week? Oh, I don't know, really. What have you been playing? Well, we've both been playing Unpacking <laughs> in oh. real life. Yeah, and it's, it's an been... ongoing game that is still happening because someone's not very good at finishing it. How dare you? I'm great at finishing. Actually, I do take a while. Um, but on... Uh, <laughs> on No, because we haven't had a podcast for two weeks now. Mm. Um, but yeah, two weeks ago, we I was living in... Well, down the road in a shared apartment with people I didn't really like... Well, I didn't really know. Um, and, well, you know, the landlord, I sent him a message about five days ago asking about my deposit back, and he's read it and not replied. So really? That, yeah, that'll be fun to uh, wow to chase up. Wow, how dare. Fucking landlords. Fucking landlords. Fucking landlords. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Pete says, I did hope you'd live stream the unpacking and let chat pick where to put stuff as if we were playing a packing. No. Did you watch Ed playing <laughs> Unpacking? Oh, no. Mm. No. This, this was... Well, this was decided between both of us, kind of. What, the Kallax? Yeah. Well, I kind of... Well, I actually played... stuff. I put the Pikachu ride in the Corgi. And I'm very happy about that. I do need to change the top because I, I had to take a picture of... That thing over there is a... Um, he changed it. Yeah, so oh, do you want to go and fix it? But now I need to put it back. I was taking a picture, and it was a, it was the, a clean, flat surface. 
But that I'll is a an Xbox One Scorn controller for the game Scorn, which I think is out today or out this week. Um, and I'm uh, yeah, I don't know if I will play it. Maybe if I am going to play a horror game this year, it's going to be or this October is going to be Scorn. Uh, give that a go. But uh, it was very very kind of them to to send me that Xbox controller because it's a it's one of the brand new Xbox controllers. It's got the share button on it. Ooh. I know, very lucky. Um, Wibble, the RGB lights exist, but we don't have the colour changing thing. Yeah, technically which is the, coming. the lights that you can see behind are all RGB, they're Philips Hue lights, but we need the Philips, this is very exciting, the Philips Hue bridge, um, and the bridge is coming, well, I'm going to tell you a very boring story. I ordered some, I ordered the Hue bridge, because that's what you need apparently to connect them all. Um, and then I realised about two days later that they were actually like two weeks away from being sent. So I just went on John Lewis and found it and was like, okay, I'll just buy them. But I went back to Amazon and realised I'd been I'd paid half price. So I went and cancelled my John Lewis order. So they are going to come in a while, but they will be almost half price. So bargain. You are not wrong, Money. <laughs> You've only heard it three times. Oh, I got my money back from John Lewis this morning while I was in the oh, shower. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. So, yeah, that was... So, don't worry, we will have nice lights up there. And I will be every now and again when I get, like, a bit extra money. I'm like, oh, I'll just go and buy another Philips Hue random ad- edition. Eventually, we'll have the whole house controlled by Alexa and Philips no, Hue. No, we will not. We will be able to say... That bitch is not listening into our conversations. She, you've got iPhones, they're all listening in. Alexa can piss off. Wait. Alexa, turn off the lights. So I want anybody that's you listening. You want to be able to do that. Yeah, no, and I also want everybody listening. Sure. Not on um, headphones to have their lights turned off. Sure. <laughs> uh, also, with that thing, does that mean um, that chat can control the lights? There are options of making it so that, yeah, you can redeem channel points to change the colour of the lights. Mm. Mm. Alexa, go to biggerspenos.com slash merch and buy everything. Alexa, play a fart sound. I can't wait because here we're going to have a beautiful um, painting of the Rona Lisa. No, we are absolutely not having that. Well, yeah, it's either that or the cushion. Neither. <laughs> We're not having your artwork in this house. Wow. Wow. Absolutely wow. not. How dare you. I thought you liked putting your partner's artwork up. <laughs> oh! Oh! What have you been playing, Ed? <laughs> the absolute shame. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, well, after all that, <laughs> we haven't really had a huge amount of time to play any games this week. Um, but I have played some more Horizon Forbidden West. Now, when I streamed the other day, I left you in there. I was like, okay, you go enjoy your little game. Little pat on the head. Okay, you enjoy your game. And every time, and you, so you sat, sat down and, were you playing Horizon at the start? Maybe not, I don't know. But anyway, you were playing Horizon Forbidden West, and I kept going in after every hour and a half or so f- to refill my drink, and I was like, 
Are you enjoying it? And every time I went in, you're like, no. And the next time, no, it's terrible. And it just came to get worse and worse every time I went in. I mean, it's not a good game. That's the problem. Um, and it's, it's disappointing because I really liked the first Horizon game. And it's flawed because it came out at the same time as Breath of the Wild. And this was the comparison that everyone made. Um, Breath of the Wild is so open, you can go anywhere, do anything. And Horizon was very much the pinnacle of that Ubisoft open world style game of climbing towers and ticking things off a map. And we're now however many years later, and Forbidden West is the same, but worse. Like, they haven't learned from their mistakes. They've just made the same the same game again. It's got all the same problems. Um, just the way she interacts with the environment is weird. The combat just is not as satisfying as it should be. There's this weird magnetism between enemies and Aloy that they just hit her no matter what, which is just really frustrating. There are too many options. There's too much stuff. There's too much to collect. There's too much on the map. Um, it just feels really bloated and like they're just trying to stuff as much content into this game as possible and it doesn't need it. And the worst thing about it is the story and the characterization of Aloy because the story is really unnecessary. The first game was a complete story. That's all, that's all that was needed. And the problem is, um... Thanks, Monty. Someone, someone doesn't like to share. You, you turn to the microphone. <laughs> well, I don't want to be talking at you the whole time. I'm trying to talk to chat. Um, yeah, the 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 story is really unnecessary because the first game was complete in itself, and now they've had to sort of undo that to extend it into a new into a new game into a sequel, and it just doesn't really work. It's not grabbing me, and Aloy is an absolute cunt. Like, she's a horrible, horrible person. And in the first game, I really liked her. She was really iconic. And she had that sort of naivety about learning about the world, which you were also learning as you played through the game. And with this new one, she's just such an entitled bitch. Um, and she just is very much like, excuse me, everyone, I'm the I'm the special one. I am the chosen one. I'm on a really special mission. So can you all just fuck off and get out of my way and do what I tell you to do, please? And people are just trying to, like, live their life in this world. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to blow up your home and force you to do what I tell you to do. Like, she's a bitch. She's an absolute bitch. And it completely ruins the character because, like, she was great in the first game and now they just, they've just fucked her up in this game. And I don't like playing as her and it's ruined it but you're anyway, gonna that was a run but you're gonna play it to completion aren't you <laughs> yeah i've started it so i'll finish it yeah but you don't have to no i do i want to know how it ends i want to know if the story gets any better i want to know if aloy dies at the end i'd like her to <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah just have her uh yeah someone else take her child or something take her place if mm. she has one yeah i mean i <sighs> Oh, there's so many games I want to play, and that one is... It was quite high on the list. Like, when Elden Ring came out, I was like, okay, I'll play as much of Elden Ring as I want to, then I'm going to switch to that. 
I even bought it. <laughs> like, I physically actually bought that, and I'm, I still haven't played it yet, so... I mean, I feel bad because you bought that for us and you bought it at £70 full price and now I'm playing it and I'm like, I don't like it. But I'll play it eventually. Eventually. Yeah, I mean, I do need to... Oh, it's about the time of year where I play my Death Stranding playthrough again. So, yeah. Which we have a beautiful art book behind here. Yes, we do. Mm. That's the one thing that is good about that game. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so that sounds exciting. Have you been playing anything else? Um, I have been playing a little bit more Mario and Rabbids. Um, I played it on stream. I'm going to continue it off stream. I really like it. Um, but I'm, I'm yet to finish it yet. I've just started the third world, which is the haunted one, which I hear is where it gets really hard. So There are difficult bits in it. Wait, haunted? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no. The third world. Sorry, yeah, no, no. I'm thinking of... A different game. Yes, no. Am yeah. I right? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a decision. Uh, is it World 3? Yes, World 3, the haunted one. Is that I, I never got that far. I didn't even finish the first world. Oh my god, you said to me that the third world was the hardest. Yeah, because that's what I read. Oh, not from personal experience. No! Oh, it's the last time I believe anything you told me. Yeah. Great, well, I'm on the third world. Apparently it's hard. <laughs> third world, it's very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I am really, really enjoying it. So I will definitely, definitely keep playing that. It is a good game. And how are you enjoying Luigi's Mansion? Wonderful. Wonderful. I've played it before. Um, so it's my second time playing through it. And I'm I'm not bothering with all the extras. I'm just sort of playing through the main game. But it's fucking brilliant. Genuinely, it's one of my favourite Switch games. It still is. It's brilliant. I, I absolutely love that game. If anyone hasn't played... Luigi's Mansion 3 and has a Switch, you absolutely need to play it. Um, it's just... It, I'm playing it because it sort of matches with Halloween, but it's just a very cute... cutesy horror game. Okay. But not really horror, to be honest. No. It's a horror... Although I do have... There is a shout-out... Uh, oh, sorry. There is a shout There is a clip. Um, so I'm trying to do a shout and Testing things work. Yeah, it does. Um, I've... Uh, yeah, there's a clip of me where a spider falls down around the back of a film set that uh, made me jump. Oh, yes, there are a lot of spiders in the game, which I don't appreciate. Hmm. Yeah. I like that one. I really like the film set one. I think that's my favourite level. It is a great level. I really like the, the, the castle one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I won't spoil too much because there are some people that haven't played it yet and need to. But it's, uh, it's honestly, it's a really, really wonderful game and it's it's a nice game to play in October because it's Halloween month but it's something that's sort of horror-themed, but not scary. Mm. So it's just a really fun game. Indeed. Um, well, I've been playing a game called Dorfromantik. I think that's how... How do you pronounce it? No, I think that's right. Yeah, how, how is it? Dorfromantik. Dorfromantik. Um, on Switch, because it's finally out on Switch. And, yeah, it's great. I have no idea really what I'm doing. Uh, I'm like matching tiles. I need to I need to play more than like three games that I have. Uh, and it's a, it's good fun. It is a city building game, but it's a city building game without all the management bollocks. It's and more of a village building game, I'd say. It is a village people game. Uh, because, yeah, you can make like a big fee. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the D-O-R-F. R-O-M-A-N-T-I-K. Yeah. 
Dolph Romantic. It's a city building, village building game, uh, or just map building game, but yeah, you don't have all that pain with kind of traffic management or where do you pump the sewage out or anything like that. It's, it's a puzzle game. You get given a set of tiles, you have to kind of match certain number of, you know, if, if you create a wooded area, for example, that's over 12 tiles, like large or 12, has 12 sides to it when you're adding all these hexagons together then you'll get another bunch of tiles added to the amount that you've already got. So the purpose of the game is to try and complete these little mini challenges in uh, while you're placing these tiles down uh, so that you keep getting more and more tiles. And yep, they've, they've got some like train, there's like a train tile, there's a house tile, there's water tiles, lake tiles, you know, it's all the different kind of biomes, all fields, the tiles. all the tiles. So is it a city building game or is it a puzzle game? It's a city building puzzle game. Sure. <laughs> you build... It is, it is a... Because chat are definitely disagreeing with you and saying it's a puzzle game. And I'm inclined to agree with chat. You are building cities as a puzzle. <laughs> You're building a map puzzle game. You, you can have a city building puzzle game. It's like saying, is... is I don't know. Is Destiny sci-fi or is it a first-person shooter? Sci-fi is not a genre, it's a style. It's a genre. It's not. Sci-fi is a genre. Yeah, but it's not a game genre. I like my sci-fi games. Mass Effect. Well, that's an RPG. Yeah, it can be Destiny's both. Destiny's a shooter. It can be both. Catan is a city builder. It's a, yeah, it's a map builder then. If we want to be pedantic. Ah, oh, Right. So... Did you like it? Mm. Did I like what? Dwarf Romantic. I've only played a couple of games. Yeah. It's alright. I'll play more of it and find out. Great. Great review. I literally... I played it for 10 minutes, finished a game, and was like, okay, that's cool. I'm not quite sure how people managed to stream it for hours on end, but good for them. How... Okay. Because I, I think a lot of people in chat have already played it. So, how... How does it play on the Switch? Are you controlling it? Is it touchscreen? Does it run well? Does it look nice? As far as I'm aware, it's not touchscreen. I didn't... Well, it gave me the instructions to, with the controller, and it's it's fine, yeah. The, I don't have any problems on getting a bit faster with it, because, yeah, you use, like, the directional pad to zoom in and turn the camera around um, and, and place whatever tiles with the with the joysticks. But, yeah, it's that is fine. Is You know, with the controller... There's no real issues. Cool. Mm. <laughs> have you been playing anything else? Uh, have I? Oh, Overwatch. There you go. So, yesterday, I downloaded Overwatch 2 on my PlayStation 5. Now, I've not played Overwatch... Sorry, your PlayStation 5? On my hard drive inside your PlayStation 5. Yeah. And I I haven't played Overwatch on a controller since the beta of the original. It's been that long. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to load it up. I'll play as the character I enjoy playing as on PC, which is Zenyatta. Sits at the back playing with his balls. And I was like, okay, okay, we'll give it a go. And I went into a match. You were a little bit curious as I was playing. So you sat down next to me. And Oh, curious. Oh, yes. Lo and behold, I got play of the game. I think it was fluke, but... You sat there, you were, you were stunned, weren't you? 
As the healer, I got play of the game. That's not impossible. I, no, it's very unlikely. You have to have a lot of skill for that. Sure. And then I played another match and we destroyed the opponents in the second match as well. So I am on a bit of a winning streak with Overwatch. But um, actually, I was quite surprised how well it plays with the controller. It's because it's not a typical kind of Call of Duty Destiny where you have to be really precise about where you're shooting. So it's a lot. There are certain characters that are more tactical than others. So I played a Zenyatta, who I'm kind of sending buffs and debuffs, buffs to my team, debuffs to the other team. Um, and so and then kind of just fire. You do kind of fire things, but I think auto-aim and stuff is quite generous on there. But yeah, it, uh, it plays really, really well on PS5. I haven't delved into the battle pass and the cosmetics and stuff because I just quite like the feel of, of shooting and playing matches in that game. And that's all that really matters. Everyone's asking if you were playing against bots. No, apparently they don't have bots. No. Apparently bots don't. And and somebody like came in, people were going into the chat, which I ignored. So, Fair enough. And I, I will vouch and say that I did see it happen. I did see the play of the game clip. So you put that neck away, wind your neck in. Um, I will concur and say I did see it. Yes. And I've also game. posted it um, on my secret Twitter account. That is true. You did. Mm. There you go. Which nobody knows about. Yeah, as Shrep mentioned, there's been a lot of controversy about Overwatch 2. Um, there's a lot of stuff about phones because you have to have a phone number in order to log in for the whatever authentic authentication. Um, but it doesn't accept pre prepaid phone numbers, which I think is more of a thing in the US than elsewhere. Um but they've also been DDoS attacked, so people have been overloading the servers. It's been impossible to get into a game. Um, I think there's been balance issues. There's been a lot of problems with Overwatch 2. And above all of that is the fact that it's an Activision Blizzard game and they're all a bunch of arseholes. Or at least were. Or at least are run by an arsehole. So whether you want to support them is up to you. Hmm. I'm trying to find the uh, thing so I can post it in here. Um, I say, oh, thank you to everyone that's uh, secretly following me when they shouldn't. Biggest photo, that's where it is. Let me go and mm. post it in the chat. There you go. That's the that's the clip in there. But yeah, no, people seem to be very upset. It's like 1.5 on Metacritic. I mean, people are assholes, and they'll just review bomb something to get to get seen. Yeah, they will. Oh yeah, but also it's the, the cosmetics in Overwatch. They look good, but. They're really... I don't really care. Because I'll get my character, I will get the cosmetic that I want, and then I couldn't care less about having any other ones. But this yeah, battle well, pass... You need, you need something to keep you playing, because otherwise there's no reason to play. So you need some sort of battle pass. Um, or, or things to unlock. Um, 1.5 on MC is pretty decent. I'm not sure what that is. Metacritic. Oh, 1.5. Yes, yes. That's what I've just that's said. Literally yeah. what you were talking about. Yeah, I thought you'd talk about my. Uh, I thought that's what my kill death ratio was. Uh, you're wrong for that. There's been some amazing. Oh yeah, we were looking at some of the cosmetics. They were looking. They did look good, but like, I don't want to change. <coughs> I don't care about cosmetics. I don't want to change it all. It's not like Final Fantasy fourteen where it's constantly a fashion show, which I showed you my characters, my various slut uh, wear. Your your twink outfits. My yes. twink outfits. Yeah, I'm channeling my inner twink. Um, but Swezzle, by the way, says it's just DLC for Overwatch, right? Changed my mind. 
I think you're right. And I've read that Overwatch, they said something like you wouldn't need to pay for to unlock any characters or you wouldn't have to pay for any further things in the game. So they were like, well, okay, we're going to release a second game, but make it out as though it's DLC. Uh, well, make it release a second game, but pretend it isn't DLC. Because, you know, you're absolutely right. It pretty much is uh, DLC and... I mean, there's a Whatever. lot of stuff coming, right? Isn't there like a single player mode or mission mode that's Next coming year. later? Yeah. So that will that will add to it, but it's definitely like I feel like they've they've released it early to try and get people in and mm -hmm. playing um, before they then start adding more to it. So it becomes that live service game of it's not really Overwatch 2, it's just this is what Overwatch is now, but it's a live service game and they will keep adding to it. So I'm sure it will evolve more in future. Mm -hmm. It's just getting the basics in now. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can unlock new characters. They're on the free battle. They are on the free battle pass track, but I think you have to get... I think they're like at level... I don't know what level it is. It's, it's quite far in. But you do get daily quests. I do, I do love a game that's like three daily quests. Although I think that, yeah... I think they give you like various quests and the daily quests are like to complete three of them um, to get like a maximum number of XP. I did two yesterday and then I think we had dinner. But um, I think it is a game that I'll quite happily sit and play three games per day, you know, just chill in the evening and just play a few games and then go to bed because it's... Dabble. I will dabble. It's one of those games you can quickly pick up, play a few games. You might get a little bit, you might lose all three, doesn't really matter. You know, you're not playing ranked, you're not caring that much. I was playing on casual. Oh, I would care. Yeah. I would get very angry if I wasn't winning. Okay. But then that's me and anything. Yeah. And you know what? The battle pass, to unlock the premium battle pass, it's uh, like £8 and £9. And it goes on for two months. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I'm going to play it a lot. Two months? Is that it? Yeah, it's like 55. There's 54 days left, uh, which is actually the same number of days left on the Destiny battle pass. I tried to play a little bit of Destiny yesterday, and I just can't be bothered. Like, I just... Yeah, I know. I, I've just... I, Destiny. I keep wanting to get back into it. And maybe when the next expansion comes, I might play the campaign of it. But it's just... I've lost all enthusiasm for it. The, the story just doesn't... Like... It, the story's so convoluted, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there you go. Shall we see what people in Discord have been playing? Go on then, what have the Dixardians been playing? Well, get it up. Well, what about the... Here we go. Can I also make a suggestion that the mic isn't, like, behind us? So we can talk there. There you go. But you have to get close to it. Get closer, well, can come you on. Not, can you not come angle on. it? We, it doesn't make any difference with the angle. It's this, Watch out, you're wheeling over my... Dear me. Well, I don't really like talking like this. Well, here you go, come a bit closer. I have to. Pretend you like me. There we go. Do you know one year ago tomorrow is the first time we met? Sadly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Harsh. So, oh, now you look really short, don't no, you? I do look Wait. very short. There you go. There is that better? Go. Much better. Oh. Go on then. What, what have people been playing? <laughs> and thank you, by the way, for the subs and the gift subs. You're all very kind. Oh. So, oh. go on then. Um, well, Mr. Millhill has been playing World of Warcraft again. Um, the premise for the next expansion might be the most boring one yet, and I actually love it. We are going to the home of dragons to explore. There's no new end of the world threat looming. 
Last expansion, we literally went to the afterlife to fight for the souls of the people. Before that, it was World War Three and Azeroth with a side of the actual planet dying, and before that, the demon army invading, and so on and so on. It feels nice to try something a bit lighter for a change. That's fair in an MMO. Mm. Yeah, although maybe, maybe it's a trick. Maybe it's, a, you know, sometimes you're, like, not sure what's going on, what's going in when you're going into a, a uh, an expansion, and then you might be like, wow, it might just throw something at you that you're not expecting. Mm. There we go. Speaking of Overwatch 2, Helios... We're just reading the words in bold. Is is very kindly <laughs> highlighted the words to say. Well, we'll skim into some of the other bits, but um, the new heroes are really good, so that's a good plus. Yeah, I haven't played the new heroes yet. I just played Zenyatta because that's all I play as. Your favorite. Um, the change to five v five from six v six makes the game more dynamic. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I didn't mention that. Yeah, so it means that as a very good Overwatch player, then my Contribution means more. Sure. Uh, but it also puts a lot more stress on the support role because you can't just chill in the back anymore. So you have to actually do something now, Ben. And I did, which is why I got play of the game. Sure. Uh, the new Battle Pass system is a big downgrade from the previous cosmetic loot boxes they had. And um, they were bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can literally play 30-plus games and only unlock one single emote. Mm. That's not ideal. No. You all right, though? Yeah, just... We're just in the way. Mm. This is awkward. We need to get some Herma Miller chairs. Please buy some. Thanks. Or stools. Um, putting new hero unlocks on the end of the battle pass means grinding the game for 30 to 50 hours just to unlock new heroes. I mean, that does sound like a pain. Yeah, I mean, you just get the premium one. Don't be so tight. What do you mean the, pre what? the what, premium? What, there's different battle, battle passes? Yeah, there's the free one and then the premium one. So what do you get in the premium one? Uh, every level you unlock something. Some, Whereas something, one like thing, a, a skin or a spray or a emblem or a voice line or something. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it gives you twenty percent XP boost as well. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. But um, they did announce. They did announce today. Actually, did you see what they've announced? Oh, they're doing some double XP weekends. They're doing a double XP weekend. They said, well, they kind of addressed what's happened in a weird way they said um something like we know we're a big bag of shit but oh here we go when overwatch 2 launch is bumpy you make it up to players how do you think they could make it up to the players ed here's a test um double xp and some sort of cosmetic double xp xp week match weekends um yes you get a special cosmetic of cursed captain reaper great and also a special weapon charm which is a health pack that you can attach to your guns that no one's going to see. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand charms. That's such a waste of time. But, you know, it's better than nothing, and we should be very grateful and thankful for them doing that. Because it's a free game. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they stop abusing people in the process of making it. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope. Mm. Uh, Moon Princess has been playing a bit of a mix of things. Dreamlight Valley. Um, and yes, we have the update. Uh, confirmed now. Uh, Pokemon Shield, where I've been riding a bike in circles, hoping to hatch a shiny Wooloo mood. Mm. Uh, and I started running Ocarina of Time randomizers again. You're always doing randomizers, Moon Princess. I feel like I should try that at some point. You should. Maybe you should do a randomizer when you play through Breath of the Wild. I mean, it's already pretty random. What about if we say you've got to then go to a shrine on the furthest end of the map? That's going to stress me out. Yeah. 
which is what we want. We enjoy watching you stressed out. Oh, one I of the most like being stressed. One of your most... <laughs> it just comes naturally. One of your most popular streams was you playing Unpacking. And I don't think we've ever seen anyone as stressed as you were then. Well, now you've got me doing it in real life. Yeah, that's true. Unlucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie, I recently got hooked on Lego Tower on my phone. It's pretty much Tiny Tower or Tiny Death Star, but Lego themed. I played Tiny Tower, but I don't think I played Tiny Death Star, and now I want to. What's Tiny Tower? Well, you move minifigures into your tower, give them jobs and little businesses based on Lego sets, and collect minifigure parts to customise your residence. It's a fun little time waster that I toodle around with when I have some free time. Basically, you build a tower, and each layer of the tower has like different functions within the tower. So it's kind of like, it's like a city builder, but it's a puzzle game, but it's made of Lego. What's free time? Oh, I don't know. Uh. No clue. Um, Pancake's been playing Coral Island, as have a lot of people. Uh, it's, of course, Stardew adjacent, but it's really completely its own. I still have so much to discover, but I love it so much so far. It's huge. Ooh, we, we love it when it's huge. Um, I've not been able to explore the whole map yet. Some things I absolutely love. The preset skin tones have more dark than light colours. Very nice. Um, and you can customise to literally any colour you want. Also, they have an honorific picker where you can choose from the preset options of Mr. Ms. Uh, or how do you pronounce MX? Mix. Mux. Mix. Muck. Yeah. Um, or you can Scottish. add your own custom honorific, which is very, very cool. Um, the game is so diverse and inclusive, and I can't wait to play more and get a better feel for the mechanics and story. I've heard lots of positive things about how diverse it is, how inclusive it is, um, and I really, really want to try out the character creator. What honorific would you have? Well, I saw this because it's included in the announcement trailer, and they had Lord, and I quite liked that. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was going to have Your Grace, or oh, His Excellency, His Excellency, His Biggestest, His Biggestest, His Biggest, His Biggest. Yeah. Hmm. So, but I might play yeah. that on Sunday. I might be playing Coral Island on Sunday on stream. Ooh. There you go. It's yeah. on Game Pass as well. There you go. Is it already out like for everybody then to play? No, so it's in early access. Um, they haven't said when the full release is going to be yet, um, but they have a full roadmap of updates planned, um, and when they release it, there will be a whole merfolk, merfolk um, update and expansion to go with it. Lovely. Um, and they're working on accessibility options and loads of other stuff. But it's in early access. You can buy it on Steam or you can play it now on PC Game Pass, but not Xbox. Go play it. There you go. Uh, Westman's playing Chivalry 2. Wanted to play it for a long time, but didn't want to pay 40 USD for it. But I've played the shit out of it now uh, because it's free on Game Pass. It's very smooth and yet goofy in its play style. And I love standing in the back as an archer while trying to snipe the enemy archers. Perfect game when you just want to have fun with minimal usage of your brain. Sounds like a you game. So I bought it and haven't played it. And now it's on Game Pass. Obviously. No, I got a very, very kind birthday gift of um, some money, and it was on offer, so I bought it. <laughs> but I, um, it it's, looks really good. Haven't played it. <laughs> Great. But it, it does seem like, you know Maud How? Have you ever played Maud How? I've heard of it. I mean, that's like a game where it's just kind of huge open warfare, two teams against each other, um, kind of medieval-ish style. But usually the chat is full of slurs and hate and it's one of the worst places on the internet for that kind of stuff. 
where chivalry sounds kind of similar, but a bit goofier and hopefully with less hate in the chat. We can but hope. Yeah. Uh, Amanda's been playing Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. Um, finished two cases so far. Overall, I really like it. It's a really detailed mystery game that's not point and click. It really leaves it down to you, the player, to solve the mysteries, and it's possible to get it wrong. Interesting. But after you lock in your decisions, you can't go back and change anything. Does that... How does that alter the story, then? Because that sounds interesting. Just arrest everybody. All that. Um, there's definitely more thinking and deduction coupled with moral decisions. A really interesting game so far, and I can't wait to keep playing it. I watched Amanda play some of this on stream, and it looked very stressful. It's not the same Sherlock Holmes game that I played, is it? I'm not sure. Was it 3D? Because you started... Yes, it was 3D. Was it the but one But you I... had one with the young Sherlock. Yeah. And in this one, he's not young. Oh, okay. What was I playing? Uh, game. I played, um, oh, it was like chapter one, Sherlock, is it just, was it just called Sherlock Holmes, maybe? Sherlock Holmes chapter one. Yes, that's what you played, because it's a young Sherlock. Yeah, that was it. There you <clears> go. <throat> um, Moni has finally finished Cult of the Lamb, so congratulations to Moni and chat, please. Phoebe and Love, well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. I was, to be fair, very proud of Moni when she finally beat the final boss. It took long enough. Yeah. But you did it, and I'm proud of you. Took it to um, do, how many streams was Money fighting the final boss? How many weeks? Two? Yeah. Three? Yeah. Two or three. Um, but Money is now playing Wonder Song, and it's such a charming little game. Wonder Song. Wonder Song. Not Wonder Song. Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. Um, you're a little bard who needs to save the world by learning some songs, and nobody thought... Who's you had bad? it in you. No, you're bad. You're a little bad. <sighs> Shush. Um, you need to mimic your opponent's singing, most like a Wheel of Fortune kind of thing. Um, I didn't expect much from it initially and just thought the graphics were cute, but the writing is amazing and it's really good fun. Potentially, after a while, it could get a bit annoying because obviously when you're singing with that wheel, it's a bit of a sound mess. Or I'm just the mess, which seems more likely. Yes, Moni, yes. Um, but it's not an auditory joy to it. It's not the worst, but over a long time I can see it becoming potentially a bit annoying. But it's otherwise really fun, and the graphics are still cute, simple, but adorable. Now, I have played some Wonder Song, because Wonder Song is the game that the Chicory devs made before Chicory. And... Is it more exciting? Is it more exciting? Wonder Song? Honestly. You have to, you have um, to, you know, create your instruments as well. So, as Moni explained, it's a bard who sings, but it's like a sort of coloured wheel, and each direction is a different note. And so, in in Chicory, it's all about creativity through painting and through painting the world. And Wonder Song is all about creativity through singing. And so, you can basically experiment and play all the different notes to like make your own tunes and stuff. But you use it to solve puzzles. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's got, like Chicory, I think the bard might be non-binary, I think, which is like the dog in Chicory. And also there are some really strong things and themes of mental health in it. So it's a really, really lovely game. It sounds great. And it sounds like that they've added, they've actually bothered to put the colour in themselves this time and you don't have to do it yourself. So it already sounds more interesting. Speaking of non-binary animals... Uh, there is apparently a cat who was named after you, Ed, that Gemma has. 
called Lil Ed. Called Lil Ed. It was a big Ed. Big. It was big Ed. Big Ed. Yeah. Big Ed. Big Ed the cat. How is big Ed? You'll have to ask Gemma. Big Ed is a lady cat. Well, why did you say non-binary then? I guess you know it's changed. We didn't know. Maybe maybe it's just not sure. We don't want to be assigning labels. Yeah. What's the next one then we've been playing? <laughs> oh, and Little Ben, that's right. Little. Although isn't Little Ben bigger, way bigger than Big Ed? Yeah. Bigot. <laughs> just, what's your cat called? Bigot. Yeah, it's, it's, hor- it's horrible. It's really homophobic. You know, it just it hates gay people. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I think Monies might have been the last one. Or is there more? You have to scroll. No, oh, no, there more. is more. Yeah. Um, here we go. Yes, Pete. Uh, I belat- Pete says, I belatedly realised my old 360 can play old Xbox games and I've had a hankering to play SSX3 and Burnout 3 and relive my childhood for years. So I bought them from CX and they're just as good as I sex. remember. What do you say sex? Sex. I always say sex. I definitely say CX. Sex. It's computer exchange. It's an acronym. Yeah, an acronym. Sex. An acronym is you pronouncing the word as it said, like NASA. Do you mean an initialization? Oh, don't get technical with me, Mr. English language teacher. If it's an acronym, it's sex. Have you been into sex? I'm never into sex. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think But it's... computer exchange, I really like. Oh, God. I'm really into computers and exchanging. What a nerd. Um... I have never played SSX, but I've heard very good things about it. And I played a little bit of Burnout, and that's much more my kind of racing game, because it's more arcadey. I preferred Cool cool Borders. Oh, like... See, I was more 1080 snowboarding. Uh, no, I never... No, I never had an Nintendo 64. What's Wibble played? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to sound so disheartened about it. <laughs> oh, go on. Let's talk about what he's been playing. Um, Wibble has played and finished Beacon Pines. It's a wonderfully crafted, slightly weird story-based game slash experience. Also has a really nice musical score to emphasise key events in the game. Best of all, it's on Game Pass PC. Very nice. That's Beacon, not Bacon. No, Beacon. Mm. Beacon Pines. Um, I've heard really good things about that, actually. Maybe we should give it a go. Yeah. Um, Torn says, I'm playing DBD. When is Torn not playing DVD? That's yeah. more of the question. Yeah. I I remember I played DVD for a little bit. It was quite fun. There you go. Um, I wouldn't go back to it. What games... Well, what's been happening in the news, Edwardio? Why don't you get it up and then we can have a look. And the news? Yep. Right. Well... Oh, this is... I love this. Yeah, you sit up, get your posture right, get your <laughs> back in order... You will not be diving like into any ball pits anytime soon, will you? Well, speaking of ball pits, don't, don't look I at go me. A little bit lower. All right, okay. And then we can turn. See, that's that's better. That's what I call it—the ball pit. The ball pit. Let's not call it the ball pit. Um, last weekend was TwitchCon San Diego, um, and it sounds like it was not as good as TwitchCon Amsterdam because we weren't there. Yes, we weren't there. Um, but there has been. Some good things and a lot of bad things um, and a lot of controversy. 
Um, first of which was this Lenovo um, pit, sponge pit. Cesspit. Cesspit, which was clearly not deep enough and not safe and had not been checked. Um, and a lot of people were very injured. Um, the main one being um, Adriana Chechik, who managed to break her back in two places. So it was in two this, people, yeah, there was, it was like gladiator style where they stand on two uh, like podiums slightly raised and they have to whack, you know, the two people, whoever they were, they're whacking each other and the winner is the one that manages to stay on the podium while the other one falls into the pit. And yeah, Adriana Chechik, or Chechik, I'm not sure, um, won and celebrated by jumping off into the ball pit, which you did, oh, the foam pit. And you'd expect, you know, that's a foam pit. That's going to be great and comfy. Um, and she hit a butt right on. Well, she... She landed on a coccyx. She did. And it, yeah, broke her back in two places. Yeah. And apparently she, yeah, she's got like a lot of numbness. She, she just tweeted today that um, she can't go to the bathroom without a catheter uh, right now. Well, she, she has to have a, 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 a meter rod put in. Yeah. Um... There was literally concrete. The floor was literally concrete and the sponge was just not protective. And it's just shocking that this was not checked properly. Um, and the thing is that she wasn't the only one. Somebody else um, sprained their ankle um, or, or sprained, hurt their knee. Someone else sprained their ankle. Mm. Um, and this was, this was open for two days. Um, and people were injured on the first one and they didn't think to change it or close it. Um, and you know there are there are videos around on social media of this all happening, which are incredibly uncomfortable to watch. Um, but yeah, this this is the main headline thing basically from TwitchCon. And rather than it being, look how wonderful our streamers are, or look how great the drag showcase was, or you know whatever else, this is what people are talking about because it's just as as Gemma says, cruel, uncaring idiots. Um, and what's worse is is the people running the stall with like. Or, or the stand were kind of joking about it at the time. They're like, oh, she's fine, she's fine. And like clearly trying to downplay it and just did not take her seriously when she literally cannot move. Um, just, it's just a really, really awful thing that has clearly marred the entire event. It, I can, yeah, I can't believe that they didn't, when they were made it, did they not look at that and go, well, that's obviously way too narrow. People are going to dive into it. It's, it just beggars belief that they didn't even think to that. And I know I'm. We, you probably won't comment on this, but uh, there's a website called Dexerto, who I've had issues with before. Um, so I called out Asmongold for saying uh, that he wouldn't take part in the day off Twitch to support people um, from you know minority backgrounds who are getting hate raided. And literally like the same day they they call or the day after or something they had an interview with him calling him like the bad boy of Twitch even though he you know he's done nothing wrong and all this stuff and it's a website that just sucks up to massive streamers so that these massive streamers will give them likes and retweets and they get lots of traffic uh, from people from these massive streamers who they you know rim the assholes off um, and then get lots of traffic that's all they run off. And yeah, they posted an article because Adriana Chechik used to be an adult entertainer. They made an incredibly misogynistic and offensive uh, comment about the accident. Uh, deleted it quite quickly, but you know, the internet doesn't forget. We've got screenshots. And the fact that that kind of article and that kind of headline can be written 
shows like the the culture that they've got there and the fact that anybody even thought that that would be okay posting shows that they're not hiring the right people or they've got a culture of misogyny and hatred towards anybody that is not a cis white dude who plays World of Warcraft or Call of Duty and, you know, uses the N-word frequently. Fuck Dexerto. Does anyone even know how to pronounce it? Don't need to. Yeah, just don't. Just don't talk about it. Um, so yeah, so that was the big news from TwitchCon San Diego. Um, oh, next article, yeah. yeah you, can, you can close it and go along. There go. Um, oh. the, other, the other news was um, basically Twitch have responded once again to the whole revenue split, um, which there was controversy about a few weeks ago when they said that they would not be changing it to 70-30. Um, they're keeping it as 50-50. Um, and there was a long blog post at the time and if you remember, that was also to cover up... Um, Just move in, sorry. No, 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 you go ahead. Um, that was to, to also somewhat cover up a report about child abuse on Twitch. Um, then they, at TwitchCon, had a Patch Notes Live. Um, and if you scroll down, because I forgot his name. Um, so they had... Moved it up, not that far... Thanks. I'll just take, I'll just take the <laughs> mouse. That's easier. Um, so Twitch's chief monetization officer, Mike Minton. Minton. Yeah, I see what they did there. Yeah. Um, monetization manager, Mike Minton. There you go. Um, For those known as M. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he responded, basically, um, to, to this split and said, um, we did look at all the possible options. Could we do it? Could we offer 70-30 widely and broadly? And the answer is no. It simply is not viable for Twitch in the long term. Um, and he basically discussed the fact that Twitch is owned by Amazon um, and said, you know, people presume, oh, Amazon can just, can just pay for this and put the money in. To which he responded, um, the thing to understand here is that Amazon expects Twitch to be able to thrive financially as an independent, sustainable business. So he basically surmised, we recognize we're in this together, as in Twitch and streamers. You will have the hard job, yes, of creating amazing, engaging content, building communities, keeping your community safe. And our job is to build the tools that allow you to do that while making more money. Well, how we do that, making more money without that split, I don't know. And what you've just explained definitely is not a fair 50-50 share of the work here. But sure, thanks for that, mate. Mm, but I mean, the, I I can understand that. I can understand that they, you know, Twitch needs to be profitable, obviously, because otherwise Amazon shut it down. But I can understand that it is going to be, it is costing them quite a lot. Because I mean, maybe I mean you've seen what's happening, I believe, in South Korea. The maximum you can watch a resolution at is seven twenty p now because it's so expensive. I think it's a local issue, like a local bandwidth, whatever. So yeah, it's costing them so much they've had to even limit the. Um, yeah, the limit. I don't know if it's that you broadcast or that you watch. Is it watch? Twitch. I think the, the most you can watch Twitch at in South Korea is 720p. So, I mean, it. I don't want to stand up for Twitch and I, I still think I think 50-50 is ridiculous. But hopefully they'll get to a point where it is a bit cheaper for them and they can, you know, increase that split because, yeah, obviously these transcoding options and having the infrastructure that they've got is going to cost quite a bit of money. I'm just hoping very soon that you know, the prices will eventually for, you know, make it so that they can make a, a more generous split. Because obviously they, Twitch don't really have another 
option like Amazon, uh, sorry, uh, YouTube has got the whole of Google behind it um, and YouTube, I'm guessing they make a lot of money through their videos, but maybe, you know, keeping the videos stored on a server for somebody to watch and stream must be, you know, a lot cheaper than live streaming it and encoding it and various other ways like that. So they've got that, that they can balance it out with on YouTube. And also there's not as many people, I believe, that stream on there. So yeah. there are lots of good point, points in chat. Um, you know, Helios is saying OnlyFans manages to do an 80-20 split. And that's when credit card companies require extra fees from adult content. Um, also, obviously, YouTube does 70-30. Um, as Gemma says, they might make more money if they didn't lose millions in lawsuits over the phone pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have like a 10% uh, split after this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've discussed that also at the Patch Notes Live. Um, I didn't include it in this article, but... Um, and I've forgotten her name, but she's, she's basically Twitch's like security officer. And they talked a lot or referenced a lot of stuff about hate raids um, and admitted how they had not been transparent. Um, and a lot of that was repeating stuff they've already said in the past about not wanting to talk about their safety measures so that people couldn't get around them, which I appreciate. But equally, they admitted that they were not transparent enough with what they talked about. Um, what, um, where are we over here? Um, what they also discussed a little bit was around advertising. Um, and Minton was very, very much pushing this idea of advertising being a way of making money, um, which, hang on, what was it? He said that when streamers regularly hit over 80 concurrent viewers, ad revenue becomes 20 to 25% of total revenue earned on the platform. So he's really trying to push how important advertising is. Um, the problem on the flip side of that is that advertising is incredibly um, intrusive, I think. I mean, what was ironic to me was I was writing this article whilst rewatching the VOD and like every time I scrolled through it, I kept getting more ads. And I was like, I'm trying to write about your VOD. I'm trying to quote you here and I can't because there are so many ads. Um, so he did say that they are working to improve the, the, the number of ads. Um, and they recognize that the ad economics for smaller streamers is less favorable. It's definitely something that pushes um, or, or is good. You know, big streamers can make money out of ads. Smaller streamers can't, but it's just as intrusive. So they need to work on that. Um, and they are considering skippable ads as well like you get on YouTube. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, although Ho hopefully some improvements. Although today we watched a, an eight minute YouTube video uh, during class. Uh, Top Gear. You watched Top Gear. We watched an eight-minute thing of them wow. racing across London. It was, it was. Well, there was the book that we were using. They start. It was all about this episode of Top Gear, and I was like, "Well, why don't we just watch the bit that they're talking about?" And we did. But anyway, yeah, like during it, it was an eight-minute video, and within like one minute in, there was about a minute and a half of ads that were unskippable, and then like three or four minutes later, before the end of this eight-minute video, there were two adverts, uh, two ads that came up, but they were skippable. Um, I mean, I got I've got YouTube Premium now because I, I wasn't logged in, so that's why I had ads. But uh, yeah, YouTube Premium, Twitch Turbo, I just I it it's worth it. It is worth it. Yes. Yeah, so Pizza the Hut says I've been getting six ads in a row watching some streamers. Like I've had the same, and that's literally about three to four minutes of ads. 
Now, if that's at the very start of a stream, I sort of don't mind because I can just take my time and wait before I then say hello or continue watching. But what's annoying is when you've literally just said something in chat to ask the question and then the ad pops up just at that moment that you say something and then you don't get to hear the response for like, because you've got three minutes of ads. It's just things like that. It's just, they're all at the wrong point. I fully appreciate the need for ads in order to have money. Like I get that, but just put it at a time where it's appropriate and not right in the middle because it's mm. just annoying. Yeah. And I agree with, um, yeah, honestly, twitch.tv, if you don't know about this because they don't really advertise it, twitch.tv slash, 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 uh, turbo. And you can pay, it's like nine pounds a month, which is, yeah, more than a sub to a channel. But you then get ad-free viewing across the whole uh, website, which I feel like is w worth it. The amount of time I spend on Twitch and the amount of people I watch that I'm not subbed to, I'm, you know, I pay for that. It's fine. But so, um, interesting. Where does the money does the money for that all go to Twitch then? Yeah, but I think you also get longer. I think your, um, I believe it stores more of your past broadcast. Uh, maybe not for uh, partners because I think partners have 60 days anyway, but I think it, d it doubles it from like 14 days of past broadcast to 30, I believe. I, I don't know if that's Turbo or Prime, but I think it might be Turbo. Hmm. Because hmm. that is the thing, is that when you subscribe to a streamer, they're at least getting 50% of the money. Rather oh, than 60, just... 60 days, sorry, not 14. So it is quite a lot. Okay. Yeah. So it can be worth it. Interesting. Well... Are you tempted? <laughs> I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, anyway, some more positive news that has happened this week. Um, Square Enix have announced the return of the Final Fantasy XIV Fan Festival next year. Wait. We have we we haven't streamed since we spoke since we went to the concert, have we? No. No. <laughs> That's true. What did we do two weeks ago? We went to see Final Fantasy Distant Worlds. And it was in the distant... It was in the distant past now, but it, it was... distant past. It was... We went... We got almost a private box. You're welcome. Thank you very much. For free. Thank you, Square Enix. Thank you, Square Enix. Um, yes. No, it was... It, I mean, the rollout hall... If anyone is in London and you want to go to a concert, try and go to one of the in the Royal Albert Hall because it is the most beautiful hall. Um, and it's it, if you imagine it, it's like a big oval with the stage and the the huge organ um, at one end, and then two other huge organs at the other end. That's where we were. Well, um, you've been very generous to yourself. Thanks. Um, so we were kind of right in the middle, opposite. So perfect view. Um, of the orchestra and they have they have screens up as well so it shows like clips from the games and they basically just went through every Final Fantasy game and played um, yeah they did <laughs> and played at least something from every single one at the mainline games yeah nothing from X2 I'm afraid I will say I feel like it was imbalanced because the first half they literally went Final Fantasy 1 Final Fantasy 2 Final Fantasy 3 all the way to 5 and then there was an interval. Did they not do six? They did six, And right? then they did six in the second half. Oh. But the second half was then six to 15, i.e. the best ones. Um, but then they didn't do it in chronological so order old again. people in they chat. Mi they me. mixed it all up. Because they know that people want to end with seven and ten, mm. obviously. 
So they kind of mixed it all up, which was, it just made it a bit imbalanced, I thought, as, as a concert structure. Well, as a concert structure, I quite enjoy that because when you're, when you're going to a concert, the first few songs and stuff, you're, you're already, you're enjoying it no matter what they're playing. Because you're there, wow, I'm in this Royal Albert Hall, they're playing some live music, this is great. So, and they played, and the music was good, I enjoyed it, I didn't recognise it. Uh, even though I had played a bit of Final Fantasy well, 1. Yeah, that bit they did. But no, I, the first half, you're kind of enjoying it, you're excited. It, it's not like a musical where they get all the bangers out the, in the first half and the second half's just kind of filler. This one is like the first half, you're, you know, you're just enjoying being there and hearing some live music, and then you have your break, and then it's like all the best stuff comes after the break, and then you leave on a high, which is what I felt. No, start with the banger, then go down... Then end the first half with a banger, then come back in for bangers in the second half. I mean, just banger after banger. That's what I'm after. Um, we what? Yeah, because I literally looked at the playlist on Spotify, but I think it must have been an old one. Like, because they do Distant World one, two, three. I think the multiple ones, and I think the one that I looked at had the bombing theme as the opener, which would have been a great that one. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, what was your favourite song? Obviously, to Zanakand. Oh, I mean, Final Fantasy X, everybody knows, is the best Final Fantasy game. And so with this song being a really emotional one when you're going back to your hometown and things have happened to it, and then that starts playing, I got I got a rather emotion. Did you? A little bit. Oh. Yeah, no, you didn't notice. I was there bawling my eyes out. I was too busy listening. Yeah. Speaking of bawling your eyes out, what did you think to Sutaki Dene by Ricky? So the P, so Final Fantasy X, like the main song, it's played at the end of the credits. Sutaki Dane, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's probably the second most famous song from Final Fantasy X after Tuzanakund. And it's the one that actually has lyrics. And the original, the original singer, Ricky, was there singing it in front of everybody. Like, I remember being obsessed with this song back when it first came out in 2000 and one one yeah so you know 21 years ago when i was you know three years old or something that was one of my favorite i wasn't um and yeah and then she she performed it well she tried to (laughs) yeah (laughs) she tried to perform it but unfortunately she's getting on a bit now and she's like 40 she's younger than money wow yeah you're the one that's calling her getting on a bit well, anyway, she has forgotten the use of her diaphragm and apparently can't hear any of the high notes anymore, so she was incredibly flat. Oh, Moni's not 40. No, she's not. Oh. Just very mature for her age. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, just you're very mature for your age, Moni. Wow. That's a lie as well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a lie. Um, anyway, yeah, Ricky was struggling, so it was a lovely song, and she just didn't sing it very well. <laughs> Sorry, babes. Oh, it was. It was. I'm like, oh no. Um, like it's one of my favourite songs. So you've hit more notes in the entire song just then. Oh, maybe not. Because like I'm being there. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. She was very sweet. Oh, she she was lovely. Yeah. She can't sing. No. Sad times. Disappointing, but it was... 
to be there where the original singer of Sutagenene was there singing at the Royal Albert Hall is something. If anybody says, like, oh, yeah. I can boast about it, like, I was in the Royal Albert Hall where Ricky, the original singer of Sutagenene, sang it to us. And if any, and that's where the story will stop. Yeah. I would, if anyone is thinking about going to any of these concerts in the future, I would 100% recommend going if you're a big Final Fantasy fan. I mean, even if you're not, it's a great orchestra playing amazing music. Didn't we all um, get, didn't we both start feeling a bit sick by the interval? A little bit, because they have um, game footage on the screens, um, but it you start to get a little bit motion sick. Oh, I got really, I was, I was feeling really, I had to look away and close my eyes for a bit, yeah. because it, the first Final Fantasies, they all kind of look very similar. They're all top down. And it was just constantly the character moving around all mm. the time. And that for about 15, 20 minutes, oh. <laughs> it was longer than that. Yeah, I was yeah. bombing. But it was a very good concert, wasn't it? It was. We had a nice strawberries and cream ice cream. Yes, thank you for that. No problem. Thank you for the box. You're welcome. Mm. Um, but back to the news. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Square Enix have announced the return of the Final Fantasy XIV Fan Festival. Mm. Um, I, I presume there might be a concert as part of it. Maybe. Oh, so there's no singing. Unless it's a... Well. <laughs> I hope we're here. I hope we're here. That would be great. I'd love that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they, there is a lot of stuff that goes on at these fan fests. They haven't had one in a couple of years because of COVID and all of that stuff. Um, but it is returning. So, it will be next year. The there are gonna Well, there's going to be three fan fests. The first one is North America, which is going to be in Las Vegas at the Las Vegas Convention Center mm, from the 28th to the 29th of July next year. Then the Europe one is going to be in London. Woo! I know London. So do I. Mm. Um, at the Excel Center. Oh, the Formula E place. Indeed. And EGX. And EGX same one. Uh, and that will be 21st of October to the 22nd of October. And then there will be a one in Japan, TBD, in early 2024. Now, what's interesting about this is that Yoshi P, in an interview with Famitsu, has already said that there will be something substantial to come out of the fan fests, which most people presume will be COVID. the Japanese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A new COVID variant. <laughs> Not this. <laughs> the Final Fantasy variant. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Something substantial related to the games. Okay, okay. Um, and people are presuming that it will be the Japanese one because it's Japan. Um, and they're also sort of eyeing up the timing of will there be an expansion announcement at this? Mm. Maybe. So anyway, keep an eye out for tickets. Um, it should be great. I, actually, I have played a bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. I didn't mention it. Oh. Um, Was it good? The bit that I play, I played for like two hours and I didn't really enjoy my time playing it for those two hours. Oh, I was doing wow. the main story quest and it said like there's going to be some cutscenes in succession. I was like, okay. But for like two hours, about three quarters of it was a cutscene. And the other stuff was like these events where you go in and you've no idea really what you're doing and they just throw it into you. And it's like, you've got to complete this in 25 minutes. And then if you fail, you have to go right to the very beginning again and skip through all the cutscenes. 
It's just there. Are, have, uh, have you played Final Fantasy fourteen before? Yeah, I have. But I just feel like it's even more... Like, this latest expansion so far of what I've played, it seems to be 90% cutscenes. Sad times. Yeah. I don't know. I'll keep... Obviously, I'll keep playing it. But And I'm getting into the story. I enjoy what I'm playing of it. It's just... At the moment, I'm just hitting a point where I'm a little bit like, come on, get a move on. Whereas in Shadowbringers, never once had that. Like, that was just... I was addicted to the story, to the mission of everything I needed to do from start to finish of that. Whereas with this, there's just a little bit too many. There's a few too many cutscenes and dialogue uh, of stuff that I don't really care about. And you're like, oh great, that's the end of the cutscene. Like, oh no, there's a brand new story, a set of cutscenes coming up of a different, uh, you know, a different story or a different storyline. Mm. So I'm like, oh god, okay, this is. Yeah, there was one part. I think your stream. Well, you said that you were. Yeah, you said that you were finishing stream at 10. And I, I didn't. No, but it was about half past nine and it said like there's a lot of cutscenes coming up and I was like, okay, I'll go and do this. And, you know, the cutscenes, I will, you know, I will start to, uh, the cutscene, I'll go into the cutscenes at half past nine. They'll have easily finished by the time you finished at 10. And what time did you finish stream? Like quarter to 11? About that. Yeah, that was when the cutscene finished. I was like, okay, this is like literally, and it had a few little kind of mini games in there as well, but it was just, yeah, I, yeah, it was just a bit too much for me. Well, speaking of Final Fantasy XIV, I've also played a bit of it, but it was a couple of weeks ago, and I have finally got my white mage to the level I need for the MSQ. Ooh. So that means I can finally carry on with Stormblood. And then I can get to Shadowbringers, and then you can play it all over again with me. I, I will definitely play Shadowbringers with you. It is. One of, it is probably one of the best fan fantasy stories since um, ten. Well, that's not saying anything. <laughs> Do you know what? I've seen loads. Of, sorry, we keep talking about Final Fantasy. There's there's a thing that's it's gone a gay. On, this is a gay gaming podcast. It should just only be Final Fantasy all the time. Yes, um, Final Fantasy. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that came well, from. There's a... That is a clip I need to have on my stream deck every time we talk about Final Fantasy. Good. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, loads of people I've seen on, tw on Twitter the last day or so have been doing the tier list of the Final Fantasy games. Ten is top. It's not. It's Is that S tier for you? Yeah. Oh, it's B, B tier for me. So I think I'm, I might actually go through and do but one. The thing is, you're so critical, nothing gets higher than a B tier. Well, that's true. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, Ed's uh, tier list is just like the bottom two. <laughs> this game I didn't despise. <laughs> wow. Anyway, S tier is seven and eight. Suck it. No. Um, right, in more news, um, there was a lot of meta stuff that came out this week about VR. But the big announcement is that Among Us VR is out next month which means that you can play Among Us all over again um, and, um, and and do it in, in VR. Will you do that? No. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that Among Us blew up in popularity, but I think because it's so easy to access and you can play it on your phone or whatever else, mm. not enough people have VR headsets. I do. Well, yeah, we both do. But in general, not enough people have them. Now, it does have cross-play across the MetaQuest, the Rift, across Steam, so you can use whatever. 
But I just don't feel like en enough people have access to a VR headset to make this as popular as it as, as they think it might be. Mm. I think money should get one. People should get them. We should have like a VR um, evening, not on stream or anything like that. Maybe eventually, but just a bunch of us play something like um, what is the one Werewolves Within? Right. Do you know what that game is? No. Do you know Werewolf Mafia? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like that, but you play that in VR and it looks good fun. All right, are you, watch are you watching yourself on stream? No, oh, I was just replying to Money on chat. Wow. Um, uh, Kingdom Hearts fans, there was going to be a Kingdom Hearts TV series, an animated series, um, which never happened. But um, the its proposed director has now uploaded to YouTube, um, basically, uh, I can't remember <clears throat> what they call it, but it's like a sort of pilot an animated, something it's like a storyboard basically of what it would have been like um and and it's a full animation of kingdom hearts whether it would have made sense is another story entirely i mean it wouldn't no because it's kingdom hearts mm. um but if people are interested there is uh, there is a, an animation out there you can go watch about that try blood on the clock tower it's werewolf 2.0 apparently phasmophobia i have played phasmophobia in vr and it was terrifying and i crouched on the floor <laughs> you do that anyway um, earlier today... That you um, wrote an article. Here we go. He's got an article. News by Ed Nightingale, news reporter. What have you written, Ed? Do you want to post the link in chat so you get some more clicks? Maybe I will now for that sarcasm. <laughs> okay, do it. <laughs> wow. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> but Gemma says, I could never do phasmophobia in VR. I would piss everywhere. Again, doesn't that happen everywhere? Yeah. Anyway? Happens with age. Yeah. <laughs> um, earlier today... Um, Xbox had their accessibility showcase, which should happen more often by more companies. Um, are you listening? No. Something like accessibility showcase that shouldn't Honestly. be. Xbox accessibility showcase. Um, they had um, they had it today. Um, it was presented by Steve Saylor, oh. uh, content creator and accessibility advocate. Um, and they basically talked a lot about... Um, sort of celebrating accessibility options on Xbox and the community um, and, and other bits and pieces. It was 40 minutes. It was very worthwhile watching. But um, the but. one sort of big announcement from it is that uh, Xbox is expanding its Microsoft Gaming Accessibility Testing Service, which is a very fancy name. But essentially, um, it just means that um, Xbox already have this service. Um, where developers can get their games tested to see how accessible they are. And they are now expanding that with a series of um, testers from the disabled community um, who will now be available to test devs' games um, and play through them and then give them feedback on how accessible they are. So it's going to give a really big boost to um, improving accessibility in games, at least on Xbox, but that might then feed into the rest of the industry as well. So... Um, Hooray for accessibility. There needs to be more of that. And it's great that Xbox are really pushing that. Exactly. Xbox are, yeah, the industry leaders when it comes to that. Indeed. Um, a couple of other final bits. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley, which I know a lot of people in chat are enjoying. Yeah, I enjoyed what I played. It was good. Yep. We now have a release date for the first uh, bit of post-launch content, which is Wednesday the 19th of October. And that's when they are finally adding Scar from The Lion King. Who's your favourite? Yes. 
And what does he sing? Fools! Be prepared. Just like that. There you go. So, 19th of October, for Disney fans, is your next update. Yes, it has. And then, lastly, is just this weird story that I thought I'd throw in. Which is that um, researchers have basically taught a series of lab-grown brain cells how to play Pong. Yeah, they've they've moved on from Call of Duty and now they're playing Pong. Indeed. Um, Yeah, they got a load of brain cells and they grew them and created a brain... And then they connected it to a computer, and it learned how to play Pong. Can you imagine if you lost to them? That would be embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a pretty wild story. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that scientists can actually do this now is is wild. Um, and what they're what they're hoping is that actually this will teach them about the way that the brain learns, and and it will actually help with with um, with Alzheimer's. Um, so actually it does have sort of real world benefits. Um, but it's just a bit of a weird gamer story of we built a brain. What should we do? Let's teach it to play Pong. Um, gaming at the forefront. There you go. Yeah. And that was the headlines for this week. Wow. Well, we have, uh, we have podcasted all we're going to podcast. Um, so yeah, this is the new look swapping joysticks. What do you think? Did you like it as one? Do you like it? I think I prefer. I prefer this. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. It means you have to sit next to me. It does. We need to work on mic placement and chair placement. I mean, next week there may be. Maybe we'll just use your microphone and plug that in, and then we'll have one each. Sure. Well, I need we to, can make that work. What I need to do is buy one of these and all the other extra stuff, so that then I can just put them both into the mixer. So you want two lots of all of this? No, just get the Rode, um, you, you, you can actually get the Shure SM7B or whatever um, USB mic. I think that's good. How much are lapel mics? Oh God, I would love that. I would love that. Can just we get Britney back. mics? No, no, no. We haven't just here. No, I want a Britney mic. No, you need a lapel. You need to look like we're part of like an Apple event. And we can well, just, want... we can put a... <laughs> oh my God, we need a lapel mic, bean bags, and we just sat there chatting... What do you think this is? TwitchCon? Yes. <laughs> uh, get McDonald's headsets. <laughs> no. Oh no, ma- those microphones don't sound that good, but like a lapel mic. Yeah. Well, there we go. We're gonna we'll we'll look at getting some lapel mics. Or Britney mics. Yeah, Britney mics. <laughs> oh wow. Oh cheesy, well cheesy, you let us know. We will oh, biggest penis. How was I supposed to know? Wah, wah, wah. Anyway, um, Ed, where can we find? Well, we can find you. We've got the video. Thanks to Moni for putting these little things here. I know. Okay. In all seriousness, thank you to Moni for last minute putting this together for us so that we could be together on one screen. And also thank you for putting our tags on and our pronouns, which is something that we that, that everyone should do because it's completely normal and everyone should do that. You are completely normal. Yes. <laughs> it's a lie. Um, all right. Well, thanks very much for watching. If you want to go and watch this, uh, well, if you want to watch this again, it'll be on youtube.com slash swapping joysticks. I'll just go to swapping joysticks.com. Um, make sure that you subscribe on there because that's where we're going to put the podcast and, uh, the podcast next week and potentially for weeks after that, who knows, is going to be on a Sunday evening at 7 p.m.
Interesting. Um, we'll see how that goes down. Yeah, and I think maybe starting, not this Sunday, but the Sunday after, I believe we will be starting what amazing game, Edward? The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. HD. HD? HD. It's better than when HD? You... What? Have you finally learned how to say H now? HD? No. H. There's no H. It's H. Say it. No. Go on. I've gone into teacher mode. Repeat. It will be 60 faps per second. HD. HD. There we go. We're learning. All right. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Stick around because we are going to be playing some Star Trek uh, The First Frontier very soon with Connects very, very shortly. Until then, see you all next week. Be Get there. swapped. Get fucked. <laughs>